Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. The response after an area high school student is seen on video spewing hate. I'm Michelle Bash. Advice for women that may save their lives during or after pregnancy. I'm Christy King. The Wizards are doing something different this morning, playing basketball in Japan. Cool. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. People in windy Charleston, South Carolina, filling sandbags as a revived Category 1 Hurricane Ian takes aim at the state. It's expected to make landfall somewhere between Charleston and Myrtle Beach this afternoon. John Stuckley's in Georgetown. Thanks, guys. We're just preparing for any time of flood and anything like that that floods the house. Um, putting some sand down in front of the door so we make sure we don't flood out. Ian packing 85 mile an hour winds forecast to dump up to a foot of rain on South Carolina and push storm surges as high as five feet. Storm surge in Florida reached 12 feet along the Gulf Coast where Ian wiped away homes and lives. Governor Ron DeSantis. The most significant damage that I saw was on uh, Fort Myers Beach. Uh, some of the homes were wiped out and some of it was just concrete slabs. Correspondent David Begno has surveyed the damage. We flew south. The first widespread devastation we saw was over the community of Inglewood. A lot of residents, people waving at the helicopter, completely surrounded by flood water and really heavy wind damage. Bottom line, as far as we could tell along the coast, it reminded me of an earthquake, as if the hurricane just sort of picked up the earth and just shook it. Ukraine's Vladimir Zelensky is calling Russia bloodthirsty scum after strikes on a civilian convoy today that killed at least 25 people in Zaporizhia. It comes hours before President Putin plans to claim four seized Ukrainian territories as his own, the BBC's Hugo Bachega from Kyiv. Officials here say the annexation doesn't have any legitimacy and is Moscow's reaction to recent defeats on the battlefield. The families of three children who survived the Uvalde, Texas school shooting have filed the first lawsuits in the tragedy. Reporter Chris Fox. It's the deadliest school shooting in Texas history and now the families want accountability. The federal lawsuit charges Rob Elementary, the principal, the school district, the city of Uvalde and law enforcement with significant failures and a culture of non-compliance with safety protocols. It also goes after gun manufacturers. The House is expected to vote on a Senate-approved stopgap spending package today. It would keep the government funded past midnight. A shocker from The Daily Show's Trevor Noah. He made the announcement last night. My time is up. I, uh, but in the most beautiful way, honestly. I've loved hosting this show. It's been one of my greatest challenges. It's been one of my greatest joys. Noah's been at the helm since 2015. He says he wants to devote more time to stand-up. Comedy Central is owned by CBS's parent company, Paramount. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 6.03 on this Friday morning, September the 30th. Windy with rain heavy later this evening. The high today near 68 degrees.
morning, everybody. I'm Kyle Cooper. And I'm Joan Jones. And we begin this morning with a revived Hurricane Ian, which is expected to start dumping rain on this region this evening. That storm regained strength over the Atlantic last night, becoming a Category 1 storm. The historic city of Charleston is bracing for Ian today. A steady stream of vehicles left Charleston yesterday, and hurricane warnings stretch from the Savannah River to Cape Fear, with flooding rains likely across the Carolinas and into southern, uh, southwestern, make that Virginia. Now, in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis said at least 700 rescues, mostly by air, were conducted yesterday involving the Coast Guard, the National Guard, and urban search and rescue teams. Millions of people are still without power this morning. We'll take a full look at the forecast coming up in traffic and weather on the 8th. Election 2022 on WTOP, a push to temporarily pause the early counting of mail-in ballots in Maryland has been denied by an appeals court. But attorneys for the Republican candidate for governor who is calling for the pause says he's not sure that means the counting will get underway. Republican Dan Cox is challenging a Montgomery County Circuit Court decision that gave the green light to the counting of mail-in ballots before the election. He says the court shouldn't make that change. The General Assembly and governor should. Now, as that challenge moves through the courts, the Maryland Court of Special Appeals decided to deny a stay, which effectively will allow for the early counting of ballots to begin as soon as this weekend. But Cox's attorney, Ed Hartman, says not so fast. He's not certain this means the counting will happen because he has also been asked by the Court of Appeals to respond to a filing by the Office of the Attorney General by today. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Got a heads up if you're on the roads this weekend in Maryland because there's a new law that goes into effect tomorrow and state leaders say most drivers don't even know about it. Richard Reeves drives one of those big roadside assistance trucks for the state of Maryland. A few weeks ago, he stopped to help a car with a flat tire on I-83 in Baltimore. The rumble strips that I heard coming up behind me sounded different. He ran off just in time before someone smashed into his truck from behind. 84% of Marylanders don't know there's a move over law. Kevin Anderson's the head of the Maryland Transportation Authority Police. Because of that, starting tomorrow, anytime you ever see anyone on the side of the road, lights flashing or flares out, the law says they have to move over. If you can't move over, you have to slow down. On 301 in Upper Marlboro. It's a lifesaver. John Dome in WTOP News. When a two-lane bridge across the Potomac River is replaced by a new four-lane bridge, the old one will be torn down, and that's the subject of a new federal lawsuit. The two-lane Nice Middleton Bridge connects Maryland with Virginia 60 miles south of the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. The new four-lane bridge was supposed to include a bike and pedestrian path, but that path was removed. The current plan is to demolish the old bridge when the new one is done. Now three bike trail advocacy groups are suing. They want the old bridge preserved as a key link for bike routes in the southern part of the state. And they say using explosives would violate state and federal environmental review laws. Neil Logenstein, WTLP News. Hey, if you are near the Pentagon later this morning, don't be alarmed if you see emergency vehicles or hear sirens. The Pentagon Force Protection Agency and Arlington Fire are running a routine training exercise that's going to run from 8 o'clock this morning until 2 this afternoon. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP, keeping tuition rates affordable at one local university. It's now 6.07. Your mission success depends on the security of your information. At Lidos, our scalable and high-speed full-spectrum cyber is that bedrock of security. We operate three of the four largest security operations centers for the federal government, applying decades of insights to deliver rapid, secure, and scalable cyber solutions for agencies of every size. When the mission is what matters most, 
Lidos delivers full-spectrum cybersecurity at scale and at speed. LEIDOS.com slash secure. Here's Dr. Matt Kessenbaum, the Chief Medical Officer at Capital Caring Health, on the discussion, Two Weeks is Too Short and Tragic, sponsored by Capital Caring Health. The hospice is not a death sentence, and it is not brink-of-death care. It isn't a type of program where you have to enter within hours or days of the end of your life. The hospice Medicare benefit allows people to be in hospice for six months or more, and that's very valuable time. Being in hospice longer can be very beneficial for both the patient and their family. From the patient's perspective, we know that when we pay attention to pain or symptoms or the psychosocial needs that they have, they can actually live longer. The time has better quality. For more on the discussion, two weeks is too short and tragic, visit WTOP.com and search Capital Caring Health. And for more information on why the best hospice benefits come from longer care, visit CapitalCaring.org slash two weeks. It's 6.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s now. Let's take you back to Jack in the traffic center. All right, the last of that little work zone causing the delay on 66 stretch on westbound out near the Fairfax County Parkway with the work along the right side of the roadway. The last of our ramp closures out toward 29 exit 52 reopened. East 66, good out of Gainesville through Centerville. East continuing toward the Beltway and inside the Beltway into Roslyn. Two of our work zones on the Beltway, one almost finished, the other one not quite. Inner loop of the Beltway down near Gallows Road. Two right lanes there getting by in the process of backing up and picking up all those barrels in the clearing stages but slowly on the inner loop of the beltway between route 7 or excuse me between uh, route 7 and the Dallas toll road that's where we would had two right lanes also getting by you're looking good on 395 out of Springfield North riding up toward the 14th Street Bridge 95 without any early troubles coming out of Falmouth moving through Woodbridge a little crowded as you move through Newington but should find nothing in your way decent ride downtown we're a little slower DC 295 South as you ride toward East Capitol Street. Freeway looks good. I-295 without worry yet. New York Avenue's off to a good start, and it's a decent ride so far in the 3rd Street Tunnel. Beltway in Maryland, you are fine through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. 270 south out of Frederick. Little heavy at 109. That's it all the way down to Bethesda. Delay building now. Should move out of Elkridge. 95 headed southbound after Route 100. Right half of the roadway blocked. Tractor trailer was involved in a wreck here. We'd had some uh, issues in Owings on 4 northbound after Lower Marlboro Road. The crash has the right lane getting by. And we'd had downed wires in Charlotte Hall along Thompson Corner Road. There'd been a closure between Three Notch Road and Newmarket Village Road. Follow police direction if there's still flashing lights in the area. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4, let's check in with Mike Steneford. The remnants of Ian are coming our way. Going to be cloudy today. It's going to turn windy. We'll see rain developing this afternoon. And that rain may be heavy at times by sunset. We'll get up to a high in the mid to upper 60s. Rainy and windy tonight. The rain heavy at times. Some areas you can see over two inches of rain. Our lows 55 to 60. Rain and wind on Saturday. The rain moderate at times. Highs low to mid-60s. Breezy with a shower Sunday and Monday. It'll stay cool. Highs both days will be in the low to mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinniford. Right now, 56 at the Wharf in D.C. and 56 in Oxon Hill as well.
Well, we've got the clouds. Maybe that's from Ian, but uh, 52 degrees at the moment outside the TOP studios here in Friendship Heights. And it's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 611. A student at Governor Thomas Johnson High School in Frederick is facing several severe, I should say, discipline and criminal charges after using hate speech and racial slurs against black people in a video posted on social media. WTOP confirms the student was a JV football player but was kicked off the team. Extremely disturbing. That's how Frederick County Public Schools Superintendent Cheryl Dyson and School Board President Brad Young described the video in a joint message. They say racism and hate have no place in our community nor in our schools, adding this incident demonstrates our need to continue our unrelenting efforts to foster an inclusive and safe environment. In her own message, the principal of Governor Thomas Johnson High, Tracy Kibler, urges parents to let kids know when it comes to hate speech online, it's okay to report it, don't report post it. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. George Mason University will make a tuition increase more affordable for in-state undergrads this year. The university has approved a credit that offsets the 3% increase that went into effect this fall. It amounts to about $285. It brings in-state undergrad tuition levels to roughly $9,500. The pivot came amid strong messages from Governor Glenn Youngkin to public universities to hold college tuition steady this year to ease the impact of inflation on Virginia families. Most schools backed off plans to increase their costs. The problem of women dying related to their pregnancies is getting worse. A report finds that four out of five pregnancy-related deaths between 2017 and 2019 was preventable. It's important for, for every woman to feel empowered to ask questions. Dr. Jaquiba Henderson of the March of Dimes. Make sure that you are in, in communication with your provider. Keep all appointments. A huge percentage of women do not follow up for their postpartum visit. And that's a very vulnerable time when complications can still occur. And make sure everyone is armed with information. Of what symptoms and signs potentially could be serious and things that you need to call your doctor about or to be seen. Christy King, WTOP News. Up ahead on WTOP, Hurricane Ian is preparing to make landfall again today. It just won't go away. It's 613. And now, from WTOP's Small Business September series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Nasima Shafi, Chief Executive Officer at Whitman Walker Health. We've been on this journey for over 10 years, and it started with first building our new clinical site on 14th Street, which Eagle was a great partner with us in delivering that book of services in 2015, to then redeveloping our other building. 2017 to 2019, to then this work at CNEs. And when you have a partner that you can trust that is both sort of willing to take risks and willing to tell you when you can't, you <laughs> can really have more honest conversations. And I think in the nonprofit community, that's really helpful. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eagle Bank, building business, building relationships. You can be Latino and not speak Spanish. You can be Latino even if others believe you don't look Latino. Today more than ever, there's no one way of defining what it means to be Latino. But there is one way of defining how to make our community stronger. Being Unidos, because being Unidos is the best way to create more and better opportunities for all of us. Unidos U.S., the largest Latino civil rights organization in the United States. Join us. Visit unidosus.org. 
For more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping military service members reach their next goal. Now, active duty military, reserves, their spouses, and dependents can qualify for the Military New Graduate Student Savings Program. Eligible students save 30% per credit on most master's degrees and graduate certificates. Find out if you qualify and learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 6-15, the uh, Wizards playing basketball this morning in Japan. Here's Dave Johnson. Yes, you can hear by the background, we're rocking through a Friday night here in uh, Tokyo, Japan. It's the Wizards and Golden State Warriors. Oh, the flash bulbs continue to go off, uh, or the cameras, I guess, as Rui Hachimura. Uh, there's so much attention around him. And yes, of course, they're a part of the defending champion, Golden State Warriors. We'll update you all throughout the morning. Now, uh, Thursday night football. Dolphins lose the Bengals 27-15. Real concern for Tua Tungavailoa. Hospitalized with head and neck injuries. Commanders coming up on Sunday. George Wallace, the prediction. This is the game these guys will go out and win on Sunday. This is this is what they'll do. And then everybody will be happy again. You're two and two and refresh. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be too much. I don't think they're going to be able to protect Carson Wentz. I don't think they'll get shut out again in the first half because you got to try really hard to do that. I think 24-17, they end up losing the game to Dallas. All right. Remember, you get the whole DC Sports Auto Podcast, DC app, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, the Capitals, a new cover, Dylan Strom. He's coming off a career high in goals with the Blackhawks. You no, know, I felt, felt confident with the puck and felt like, you know, anytime I was on the ice, I had a chance to score and, and chance to set someone up. So um, I think those are all positives and things that I'm really looking to bring into the next year, to this year. Cavs and Red Wings tonight preseason. More from Tokyo all morning long. Dave Johnson, WTOP Sports. stories we're following on WTOP. Ian picked up steam over the Atlantic Ocean and revved up to a Category 1 storm. Its sights are set on Charleston, South Carolina for a second landfall later today. Forecasters predict storm surge and flooding in the historic city. We'll start seeing rains from Ian in this region later this evening. The Senate did it. Now the House of Representatives is expected to pass a bill that would avert a government shutdown at midnight. The stopgap legislation would keep the government funded through mid-December. A Maryland appeals court has denied a motion that would delay the start of mail-in ballot counting until after the midterms. That decision allows election officials to begin counting as soon as tomorrow. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. At 617, the U.S., South Korea, and Japanese warships launched their first trilateral anti-submarine drills in five years today. It comes after North Korea renewed missile tests this week in an apparent response to bilateral training by South Korean and U.S. forces. The North's recent five missile launches, the first such test in a month, also came before and after Vice President Kamala Harris visited South Korea yesterday and reaffirmed the ironclad U.S. commitment to the security of its Asian allies. It's 618. Traffic and weather on the ace, Jack Taylor in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, a couple of our work zones in Virginia on the Beltway Interloop clearing. Up near Gallows Road, then again up near Route 7. We've been along the left side of the roadway, so this should be wrapped up here. 66 looking good eastbound. Gainesville headed all the way toward Roslyn. The work zone wrapping up on 66 West between the Fairfax County Parkway and 28 Centerville. They've been working along the right side of the roadway. Nice trip so far on 395 out of Springfield going north to the 14th. 95 North coming out of Falmouth, you'll find a little crowded in Newington right now. So far, nothing to report. 
Downtown, we're getting slower. DC 295 southbound. You ride down from Burroughs Avenue toward East Capitol Street. No real troubles across the freeway. Looking good on I-295 coming up out of Oxen Cove. In Maryland, ooh, we've got a delay in Elkridge. 95 southbound after Route 100. Right half of the roadway tied up with the crash. Two to the left should be getting you by. No real troubles for now. Knock on wood. Frederick South, 270 going all the way down toward Bethesda. Should find nothing in your way. There was an earlier wreck down in Owen on northbound Route 4 after Lower Marlborough Road. The right lane there is getting by. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Mike Stineford has our forecast this morning. Hey, Mike, when do we think that we're going to be seeing the real effects of Hurricane Ian around here? Uh, late this afternoon, we'll start to see heavy rain across southern Maryland. And then after sunset, that heavy rain will move northward across most of the region. And so after most of us get home from work tonight is when the heaviest of the rain will fall into early Saturday morning. And some areas can see over two inches of rain, and that could be enough to lead to some flooding. The good news, the ground is dry because we've had such a dry weather pattern, and that will help soak up some of this heavy rain that is coming our way. Quiet this morning. No worries as you go into work later today. Cloudy skies. The wind's going to pick up, too. Rain will start to move into the southern suburbs this afternoon. I think all of us will have a, dry, a wet dr- drive home from work. Look for highs in the mid to upper 60s. Rain heavy at times tonight. Some areas can see over two inches of rain. Combine that with winds gusting to 30 to 40 miles an hour. We may see some trees come down. Our lows 55 to 60. Rainy and windy on Saturday. Rain moderate at times. Could be another inch of rain. Look for highs in the low to mid 60s. And then breezy with showers Sunday and Monday with highs in the low to mid 60s. Culpepper fish. 50, Rockville 51, and Jonah and Kyle, we've got 56 at Reagan National. All right, Mike, thanks so much. The forecast this morning brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Still to come here on WTOP. Why Metro's communication system may fail during emergencies. I'm Gigi Barnett. It's 621. Here's Mike Cecilia, the executive vice president for industries at Oracle on the Cloud Exchange, sponsored by Oracle. We believe that healthcare is ripe for transformation. And we believe with the right injection of technology into companies like Cerner, you know, which is uh, which is the company that we just acquired, we can really create better outcomes for both patients and providers. We view it uh, not just as a business, but as an obligation as well. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Oracle. Oracle Cloud redefines innovation with enterprise-ready solutions and integrated services, allowing government to build, manage, and secure critical workloads seamlessly in the cloud or on-premises. Government agencies trust Oracle Cloud with FedRAMP high-accredited cloud regions supporting all of your data workloads. Learn more at oracle.com federal. That's oracle.com federal. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two. Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. Everyone deserves to be connected. That's why Cox has high-speed internet to fit any budget. Stream, chat, and connect at an incredible price. You're probably thinking, wait, what? But yeah, it's true. Learn more at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable, one per household. Application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Other restrictions apply.
is WTOP News. It is 623. Metro's communication devices like radios are critical during an emergency, but an in-depth audit released this week discovered why they may not work properly when needed the most. Investigators at the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission spent months looking into Metro's communication system. They found supervisors not performing frequent safety checks on radios, workers failing to file correct forms, little on-the-job training, and a backlog of maintenance reports. Investigators also discovered standing water inside a communications room at one station and an unresolved work order for it. Metro Rail's new general manager, Randy Clark. We appreciate their oversight. Going to be working through that report with our chief safety officer. Time is already ticking. Metro has 30 days to submit an action plan for each issue. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. A drug to treat the symptoms of Lou Gehrig's disease has won the approval of federal regulators. The drug is called Relivrio. It won FDA approval after a small study showed progress in slowing down the progression of Lou Gehrig's disease, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, or ALS. The disease destroys nerve cells needed for basic functions like walking, talking, and swallowing. The drug is the latest in a string of neurological medications that have won FDA approval, despite questions about their effectiveness. A memo summarizing the decision by the FDA says regulatory flexibility was appropriate in this instance. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. D.C. leaders now admit they're not going to meet their goal of replacing all lead water pipes by 2030 without major changes to the pipe replacement program. Right now it's voluntary, but a new report commissioned by D.C. Council says lawmakers need to pass legislation that requires residents to replace their water pipes and make it free to residents. Without assistance, replacement costs thousands of dollars. D.C. officials have struggled to get lead out of the city's drinking water since at least 2004 when one of the nation's worst ever crises of lead contaminated water was uncovered here. News at 25 and 55. Shares of Nike plunged by 10% in after hours trading. Once company executives said price cutting efforts would continue in order to get rid of off season clothing from its warehouses in North America. Management also said that they did expect their rivals to keep cutting prices too through at least the end of the calendar year as they try to clear their own stockpiles. Nike's chief financial officer says customer demand remains strong. They do expect levels to even out as the holiday season approaches. Clothing store H&M may soon start charging a fee to return your online purchases. The Swedish fashion seller says it's gearing up to test return fees on merchandise in some markets. H&M CEO says it's facing a multitude of challenges such as higher raw material and energy costs and is weighing several cost-cutting measures including the return fees in order to improve its bottom line. Money news brought to you by Amtrak. Visit new and exciting places across the U.S. On Amtrak, it isn't just about the destination. It's about the journey with no metal seats, extra legroom, and even private rooms. Book now at Amtrak.com. Up ahead here on WTOP, we've got a special report from CBS on tracking Hurricane Ian's path and the destruction it's already left behind in Florida. It's 626. Here's a highlight from Cass Singh, the vice president and solution architect at Lidos Health Group on Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar presented by Lidos. I like to call it a combination of system integration as well as service integration. Looking at your entire portfolio and making